The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them named Cloephas said to him in reply, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem? who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days. And he replied to them, what sort of things? They said to him, the things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him but we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astonished us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart to believe that all the prophets spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in and stayed with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With their eyes were open and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. So we continue during this season of Easter. 
And I have a question, just something that you can call up maybe in your mind's eye, a moment in your life where you were recognized, where you were recognized. Or maybe a moment in your life where you recognize someone, someone else, maybe in just an ordinary moment in your life. Obviously, at the beginning of this Mass, we recognize our young ones who are going to receive their first Holy Communion for the first time. But think of somebody maybe that you, you recognized in some way in your journey or a way in which you were recognized. I know every now and then I like to go out for a walk. Father Mike and I like going out for a walk in the neighborhood. So I was walking last night. So sometimes when I'm walking, I want to think and pray, pray my rosary or reflect or something. I'll put on my sunglasses and put on a nice little visor hat. And I got my tennis shoes on and my shorts, not looking like the typical priest walking around the parish. And I go out in the neighborhood. So I'm walking and, and you know, obviously you want to greet people. So I walked last night and I saw somebody said, isn't it a beautiful night? And they said, yes, it was. And I took three more steps and then the person turned around and goes, hey, Father, Father, what time, what time's Mass tomorrow, you know? It's because like, well, you know, I mean, it was good that sense of being, being recognized, right? And that sense of being recognized, but also being able to recognize someone else. Oh, wow, that was a parishioner. My brothers and sisters in Christ, the gospel of the day is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. A, a couple walking in asked me, they said, Father, the homily's not gonna be 45 minutes today, is it? And I said, no, it's gonna be 50. <laughs> now, I wouldn't do that to you, but I'd love to just, I mean, imagine, I'd love to just have like a Bible study with y'all right now, like just to unpack it. I was totally distracted when Deacon Michael brought the book of the Gospels over, not as a pageant, but to draw our attention to Jesus Christ who wants to speak to us in the today of our life. The voice changes, but the word is eternal. And there was a little one over there held up by his dad, must be two years old. It was beautiful. He's like pointing at the gospel, pointing at the gospel through the eyes of the babe saying, something special is about ready to happen here. Something special is happening here. We see in the count of the gospel today that the downcast disciples who had witnessed the tragedy of the cross, and it had only been three days, it was the Sunday of the Lord's resurrection. It was towards the evening time where they were making that journey, and seven miles is a long walk. And there's debate over the actual distance they went, might have been further. But they heard the news and they're like, I don't believe it. Empty tomb, whatever. And they went off. They were downcast. And the thing that's so awesome is Jesus came to meet him in that moment. As he comes to meet us in the moment of our daily life when we least expect him to come. He's with us. And yet it says their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. I personally believe in that account that Jesus was walking, he had his sandals on, he had, maybe his tunic was down a little low and he has hands behind the back and he came up and he was meeting them where they are and was very welcoming and hey, you know, what's going on? And he hid his glorious wounds. Had his hands behind his back maybe. Maybe they didn't see his wounds. He was in a glorified body, they didn't recognize him, their eyes were prevented, but he came and he didn't impose himself and say, hey, what is your problem? Get back to Jerusalem. You're my disciples. He said, hey, 
What are you talking about along the way? Then he asked anymore, tell me about it. But then imagine that Bible study. It'd be awesome to be in a Bible study with the son of the living God in the flesh teaching us on that journey. Imagine how our hearts would burn if we were walking with Jesus and he unpacked scripture. Hopefully we'd have the attention span to stay with that the whole way. And then what happened? They came to the place where they were going. And we know it must have been an amazing journey because they turned to the person they did not recognize and they said, hey, stay with us. Stay with us. He acted like he was going to keep walking, That said. Jesus is not going to impose himself into our lives. He'll walk with us, but he's going to wait for us in our prayer as we beg him, whether opening the word of God or encountering him in mass or encountering him in our daily life. He's going to wait for us to invite him, Lord, come into my heart. Stay with me. So Jesus went in. And it was a real flip what happened there because he's the guest coming in. But he takes up the position at the table of the one who was presiding. Very interesting. He was invited in their home and he presided. And what did he do? Said he took the bread. Blessed the bread. Broke the bread. And gave the bread. Sound familiar? The multiplication of the loaves. He took the bread. He blessed and thanks his father for the bread. Took, blessed, broke it, and gave it in the multiplication of the loaves. Sound familiar? At the Last Supper, Jesus, with the same words used in the Gospels, he took the bread, he blessed the bread, he broke the bread, and he gave the bread. Taken, blessed, broken, and given. And it said at that moment, their eyes were opened and they recognized him in the breaking of the bread. The bread looked like bread. What may have caused them to recognize him in the breaking of the bread pointed them to the breaking of the bread. When Jesus lifted up that bread, presiding in that moment, and he went to offer it to him, they must have seen his glorious wounds. Or maybe Jesus, their eyes were open and they saw Jesus as he truly is, as he truly was when he walked with them. Jesus, my brothers and sisters in Christ, he was in a glorified body, a body not bound by time, a body not bound by space. He was in a glorified body and it would have seemed like kind of a cruel joke in a way to appear in the breaking the bread and then just vanish and go away unless he had a plan. A plan that he prepared his apostles and disciples for. A plan that he unveiled for them at the Last Supper. This 
is my body. Do this in memory of me. Jesus Christ himself at that moment celebrated the first mass. It was the first mass. There he is. Jesus is present at every mass. Let's make that leap to this connection. My brothers and sisters in Christ, every mass is a road to Emmaus encounter with Jesus where he recognizes us. He recognizes you little ones receiving the first communion for the first time because in the, the prophet Jeremiah said it best. Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. A prophet to the nations, I appointed you. Jesus recognizes you at this moment. And he's inviting each one of us with eyes of faith to see the spiritual reality that is happening here. Jesus has a glorified body. Jesus is outside of time. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and me. And Jesus, in a moment, my brothers and sisters of Christ, he's clearly here in the tabernacle, but at the words of consecration, Jesus Christ, truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity will be in our midst as he is in the tabernacle. Veiled. Veiled by what appears to be bread. Looks like bread. Tastes like bread. Feels like bread. But after consecration, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. Coming veiled in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. Every mass is a road to Emmaus. We have the liturgy of the word, which was proclaimed. Jesus himself broke open the word to those downcast disciples and their hearts started to burn in so much. And sometimes what can happen to us, Catholics in particular, is we check out of the living word of God, the liturgy of the word, and we just race right to the Eucharist, and it's all about the Eucharist, the source and summit. I'm just coming to Mass for the Eucharist. Let me receive the Eucharist and go, and we can lose sight of the message Jesus speaking to us in his living word. Here's an imitation. Break open Luke chapter 24, verse 13 again this week. Read it with a cup of coffee. Read it on your porch. Listen to it on your audio system. Go back through, let the word of God, Jesus himself, meet you on your road to Emmaus. But he's speaking to us today through the living word of God. And every mass, the offertory is brought up and the bread is taken and the bread is blessed and the bread is broken and the bread is given. My brothers and sisters in Christ, with the help of God's grace, may we too recognize Jesus in the breaking of the bread.